And welcome to the January 2016 edition of the Seton Hall Sports Poll official podcast. It is presented by the Stillman School of Business by the Sharkey Institute. My name is Seth Everett. The director of the Seton Hall Sports Poll is Rick Gentile. Rick, welcome once again. Great to be here, Seth. Great to be with you again. Do you have Super Bowl fever? Oh, you know, these two weeks before the Super Bowl, I have nothing but Super Bowl fever. It's funny. I always wonder about what people are looking for for with regard to uh, watching the big game. Number one, 68% of, of people that were polled said they were watching the Super Bowl. 29% said no. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Well, you know, I always say every year that the, the ratings say that 42% of American households are watching the game, 45% on Nielsen ratings. Right. You wonder, what are those other people watching? Right. Is right. it really possible that that's you know, 110 million people, but there's a lot more people in this country? So what else are they doing? It, it's interesting. I, I just get the sense, you know, we've talked about the sanctity of just the honesty of, 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 of be, people that are polled. Um, the best example is... Uh, in question, in, in another question, uh, why are you watching the Super Bowl? Only two percent said they have a bet on the game. That is another thing. Well, and come then, on, is that a typo? And then later on, we asked the question: Do you participate in any polls or wagering on the Super Bowl? And thirteen percent said yes. So, I don't know. <laughs> but that, but in fairness, That's and I'm going to be people. fair to our respondents. In fairness, we asked them: Is that the main reason that you're watching? So they might be watching because they're a big fan and they happen to have a bet on the game. So it's not necessarily contradictory. Yeah, you know, the funny part about it is, you know, answers that I thought were more palpable. And you had a great multitude of choices. I'm a fan of one of the teams, 19%. Uh, usually that's <laughs> the, that that only happens in certain cities. You know, that, right. that, that, that's right. all... Um, How many people out there root for Carolina and in general, right? Right, right. Uh, I'm interested in seeing the commercials. We'll get to that in a second. I'm a football fan, 40%. It's a big event. And that's the thing, the pomp and circumstance of the whole thing. And I, I can't say it's always been like that. It's evolved over time. Uh, we're 25 years removed from Whitney Houston singing the national anthem. It has become this event. The halftime is so scrutinized since Janet Jackson. There's so many things that are discussed as a result of that. It has become a big event. It's the biggest of big events. It's the biggest television show every year. Not just a sports show, obviously, the biggest television show. It's a huge event. And I always, I always tell my class this, that... As big an event as it is, and there's nothing in the United States in a, that compares to it as, a, as an event, as a TV show, as an event. Every single match in the World Cup, every single match has a higher, has a bigger audience than the Super Bowl internationally. Globally, right. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's our own parochial, this is the biggest event in the history of mankind. Uh, but, but it is. It, is, it certainly is a huge event. The commercials. Um, people make so much of the commercials. Is that because the media needs to do something other than break down the game? Do we make too much of the commercials? Is I understand why the rates are what they are, because you're getting 110 million people watching it. I, I, I understand all that. Are the com Is too much being made of the commercials? I, I personally think yes, but I think it's a strategy. I mean, 
it's it's self-fulfilling prophecy. If you tell people enough, if the media tells people enough that the commercials are the best part of the show, more important than the game, um, then people do tend to watch. And as long as we think people are watching, the rates just go up and up. It, the rates for Super Bowl commercials have nothing to do with ratings. It has nothing to do with who's playing. You know, everybody says, oh, Supply is this the best matchup? Right? Yeah, it's just if you want to be in the Super Bowl, next year you got to pay more. You know, and and that's that's the way it is. I, I just anecdotally, every year, and I mean every year, I know about the commercials and I'm, I'm a, I watch the game and I'm ready. And the game starts and I'm watching it and as soon as the first commercial comes, I get up and I go to the bathroom and I miss the commercial. And sure. every, t- every year I say, oh, I'm supposed to watch, watch the commercials. Those. You're supposed to watch those. <laughs> now, so, so I'm not one of the the uh, 10% or But whatever. because of your television background, you've seen you know the, the, the emphasis that is spent on the commercials. Um, there has been so much made for it. Um, do you get the sense that advertisers look to this as their big ad buy? Is this something that a company can be make, made or break their, their advertising budget for the year? Or? Well, a bunch of years ago, um, the dot-coms, before the dot-com uh, uh, bubble burst, uh, lots of dot-coms spent their entire savings or whatever you right know, right they're, 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 they're nest egg, right on on buying a, a spot at the time it was a, a measly probably three million dollars um, and lots of those companies went out of business how does it change what's what's the pricier ad buy the first quarter or the fourth quarter they don't sell it that way you when you buy time for your five million dollars you don't you don't get to pick but I again here's an, an exercise what would you pick if you had the choice and you... I would pick the first quarter. I would have to pick the first even quarter. Even though we know the ratings are higher in the fourth quarter for a close game. But, it, but you don't know that. You're getting no, a you close, don't know close that. game. I don't yeah. think the you're getting... The one thing we do know is that the ratings grow from the first quarter up, but you're right. If it's a blowout, it's a, I think the first half, now that we know that's, that superstars perform at halftime, the ratings don't generally drop off till after halftime, even in a blowout. Let's go back to the poll. Do you tend to watch commercials in the Super Bowl more closely, less closely, or about the same as in other TV shows? 52% said more closely, 39% about the same. Yeah. Um, you know, again, that goes back to our self-fulfilling prophecy. We keep telling people how important these things are. So, as I said, you got to pay more attention to them because they, cause I was told they're important. They're made for social media. Yeah, it, the whole thing yeah, is the made whole thing for, is, right. for social media. The whole thing, the whole thing is made to keep that five million dollar number growing, so that next year we're at five and a half. Would you be more likely to buy a product advertised on the Super Bowl? Less likely or no difference? Eighty-eight percent said no difference. This is again where I'll say that if I'm polled, I might say that I don't. I I do care. I if Pepsi has a better commercial, I might go to Pepsi. Well, and that and that that's almost a referendum on advertising. Do people really know that they're affected by advertising? You know, it, it's it, if I if I see a um, if I go into a grocery store and I see there's two kinds of beer. There's Budweiser and there's Acme. <laughs> I'm going to buy Budweiser. I right. never tasted either one, but Bud, I've heard of Budweiser. Right. So you know, I don't know that people think they're being influenced, but obviously advertisers think if they can get their brand out there, if people are paying more attention, that's a plus. Whether they say they're 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 acting on it or not is almost irrelevant. Um, let's go to staying on the on the football side, but let's move and bounce around to some other subjects. Um, 
Did you see the movie Concussion? Yes. What'd you think? I liked it. And I thought Denzel... Denzel. I thought Will, Will Smith, Smith should have been uh, nominated, nominated for an Oscar. Get, but we can do another podcast about That's that. That's right. We can do that. Um, has the recent news concerning the risk of permanent injury to football players made you more interested, less interested, or has no effect on your interest in the Super Bowl? 73% said no effect. Um, but look how many people said more interested. 14%. What so is that more, about? Why would you be more interested? I guess just to s- because you've heard so much about injuries and you want to see if, if uh, somebody if it, gets if hurt. It happens, is it I like mean, NASCAR? Did you watch <laughs> Did you watch Antonio Brown get hurt? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. D- you know, I saw Antonio Brown get hurt right after I saw Concussion. I had seen the documentary scary, that it was right? based on. I, I'm sorry. That's very scary. Yeah, and, it's scary. Uh, it, it, it's, it's souring the sport for me. Um I've said this on other shows. I've said it on the radio. I, I, I think this is, it's very unpopular to say football is disappointing me. Where do you think this is all headed? I, I fear where it's headed is that fewer and fewer young kids are going to be playing football, um, that it's going to be harder to get athletes to play football. Is it the same? I'll throw it back to you. You're a baseball guy. Is it the same as the fact that African Americans aren't aren't playing baseball anymore? It's it's not in, not in terms of injuries, but in no, terms it, of limiting your your talent pool. It, it is affecting both 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 ways. Um, African Americans, and I would love that to be a, a sports ball topic because I I do I'm very curious as why people wonder what that would be. I th- I think that we're headed to a waiver. I think we're just headed to a waiver. I'm not saying that players wouldn't know about it. The problem is, the reason why I'm I'm infuriated by it is I don't like the denial. You know, the, the book was called League of Denial. The, yep. the idea is acknowledge that this exists and force every NFL contract to include a waiver. Take the responsibility away from the National Football League. I'm not asking them to be responsible for it but have the players knowingly know what they're going into. I think that changes my attitude. Antonio Brown knows what he signed up for. I still feel horrible for him. I wish he wasn't a football player. Uh, you know, I saw, I saw an in- interview with Tony Dorsett, I guess last week, wh- who's suffering from, uh, from some, some degree of dementia. Uh, self-acknowledged, he, he was talking right. about that. And he's and and yet he said almost like the Manchurian Candidate thing where he said, and yet I've had a great life and it's all because of football. I, I have right. no regrets. And so you're right. I guess the I guess the waiver is a way to go. I like to think that there's so much money, so much money that's that's funneled into this sport, that 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 kind of money, if if football is in a situation where it has to figure this out to survive. They have the resources. They don't have to hold a telephone. They have the no, resources to do. They, it. they, they do. They, they have to want to. And, and yeah, you I, know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that seventy-three percent no effect. I think that, um, I don't like that the concussion movie didn't make as much money as it is. I, look, I got chills. I interviewed some of the players that were being fictionalized. I met those people. I saw that, and I didn't know the great extent. It, that's all that was. You know, it's, it's based on a book, and it's based. PBS did this amazing documentary a couple of years ago about uh, concussions, and they, they highlighted that doctor. 
all this was was the fictionalization, you know, right. the the drama, not not fictionalization, the dramatization of that book. That's all. That's all the concussion movie was. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think that. I mean, maybe I'm completely wrong about this. I don't think that the league is still in a in a denial period. I think it's so out there now that that now now we're in the well. Well, what can we do about right. it stage? But that that's, but at that's, least we're, we've gotten to that sure. point, and that's that's positive. There's no question. A report last month by uh, the news service Al Jazeera uh, claimed that Peyton Manning and other sports stars were sent human growth hormones in 2011 by an anti-aging clinic, despite the fact that it was recanted by the source. Does the story make you think more favorably of Manning, less favorably, or did it have no effect on your opinion of him? 76% said uh, no effect. 11% said less favorably. Which is, I was surprised by that. I thought, you know, he's been such a popular figure. I mean, every time we do a, a favorability study, he's he and Derek Jeter are, the, are one, too. Really? Uh, yeah, always. And um, 11% drop-off is pretty significant for him, considering that he denied uh, having anything to do with it. The source recanted the story. You know, it, And the network went out of business. And the network went out of business. It sounds like it was a non-story, and yet it came back to life this past week when the NFL said they're investigating. So who knows? Well, I want to acknowledge a couple of things. Uh, first of all, uh, I have worked... Uh, on a charity uh, event with Eli Manning, and I know uh, the Manning family. Uh, I met Peyton Manning a couple of times, and I've had uh, off-the-record conversations with Peyton Manning. That So I, I, I do have a bit of a bias there, and I, I, I want to make sure that's known. I also will say that I did freelance for Al Jazeera America, and I did appear on that network. So I, I want full disclosure here. Um, the story did not bring down that network. Um, that network was going down anyway. The idea here is some of the baseball players, the only thing that I thought was interesting, and I don't expect the pollsters to to know this, uh, some of the baseball players, Ryan Zimmerman and Ryan Howard, sued Al Jazeera America. Right. Um, he didn't. And I thought that was curious. Why wouldn't he if he had nothing to hide? Yeah. The lawsuit issue is always about full disclosure. If you go to a court of law... They can cross-examine that, that you need to provide you know, more information than perhaps you're willing to share. He was not involved. The baseball players did, to their credit. Um, we'll see how that turns out, but Manning didn't. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, my interpretation of that, and I, I noticed the same thing when it happened. My interpretation of that was that he kind of, I, 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 my sense was he wanted it to be a one-day story. It'll happen. It, the story got announced, recanted, strong denial by him, make it go away, rather than sue and, and make that the story. But but who knows? Who knows? One more football uh, subject. Uh, what do you think will be more competitive, the Republican presidential race, the Democratic presidential race, or the Super Bowl? 37% said the Super Bowl, 35% said the Republican race, and 18% said the Democratic race. Yeah, I'm, I don't I'm know literally. What I'm, I'm just. I'm just tossing the baton. I just. I, we put in a. a, a Ten percent said no. Don't know. Don't know. I, I would have gotten the my don't kind know. Of peoples. Yeah, uh, we threw in a few questions about the about the presidential races and a <coughs> to have some fun. Um, and um, we got some fun answers. You know that that one was actually fairly interesting. And and the the, you know what we could. We could say that 53% thought that the presidential races were going to be more competitive than the Super Bowl. That's pretty telling. 
I don't know what it tells, but it's right. telling. <laughs> it's telling. Uh, and then, of course, you follow it up with of the following presidential candidates. Which would you like to have coach your favorite team? Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, or Ted Cruz? Uh, 10% with the other <laughs> and 13% with the don't know. Uh, Trump, your leader, at 32%. Clinton and Sanders tied at 15 each. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, if anybody said interpret that, I would have to say no. I guess, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather, I pass. Um, I guess Donald Trump carrying on and yelling and being whatever it is he yeah. is makes him look like more of a football coach. I don't know. And he's a former uh, football owner. He was the owner of the USFL's uh, New Jersey Generals. Well, the interesting thing when you drill down in the uh, in the, the demographics of this thing, uh, for them, a third said Hillary Clinton was the one that they would want hmm. to coach their football team. So, And that makes it even more interesting. Did anyone from Seton Hall call anybody of it Marist, uh, Quinnipiac at their polls? That's, that's, that would actually be an interesting thing to do. <laughs> All right, let's switch to baseball now. We're 20 days away at the time of this recording uh, from spring training. Boy, uh, that sounds good. Uh, it's just the, the sound of it. I, I can say my, my line about how people are never satisfied. Uh, all winter long, all you hear is pitchers and catchers. As soon as pitchers and catchers happen, you go, well, this isn't the whole team. I want the whole team. Then the whole team gets there, and they speak, people say, well, they're just throwing the ball around. Can we play some games? They get to the games. Then the fan realizes, well, these games don't count. So really, it's just waiting till the regular season. No one is ever happy with that. And then when the regular season starts, they say the season's too long. Season's too and, long. And each game is too long. So I don't know. There's no, there's no hope. No. Me, I'm happy when pitchers and catchers report. I'm happy when the rest of the team gets there. I'm happy that the games are played, even if they don't mean anything. I just want a, a, a snowstorm right before my assignment to go down <laughs> there. <laughs> so you're, what, you're a mean person. That's what I root for. You're All right, switching to baseball. Person. There were some great questions on the poll. Uh, this this month about uh, baseball. It was recently announced Pete Rose will be inducted into the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame and have his number retired by the team. Do you think this is appropriate, considering his ban for life by Major League Baseball for betting on games while active? Uh, 47% said yes, 33% no, 20% said don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I think the Pete Rose thing, I don't think people quite understand what, what is so bad. General people, I think baseball people get it, but... Mm -hmm. But I think generally people don't see what was so bad. So he gambled. Everybody gambles. At least he didn't take steroids. You know, I think that's, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the attitude. Well, it, you know, it's very interesting. Um, I haven't talked to uh, Commissioner Manfred about this. I, I'm, I'm planning on speaking to him this month about a number of different things. Um, Pete Rose, in his application, acknowledged that he still bets on baseball. Uh, there is no reason to reinstate him. Um, but it does lead you to the other question. I think when you ask fans, and this might be vocal minority because it's a big thing on sports radio, it's a big thing in our society, wasn't that big a deal as you're seeing in the sports poll. Um, do you think Pete Rose should be eligible to be elected to baseball's Hall of Fame in Cooperstown? 56% said yes, 28% said no, and 16 said don't know. The reason why that number is significant, first of all, the Hall of Fame is not a subsidiary of Major League Baseball. It's a museum. I encourage everyone to go there. It, it's a lovely place. If you download my other podcast called Sports with Friends, the president of the Hall of Fame addresses this very subject, Jeff Idelson. The idea is the Hall of Fame has a rule that if you're on baseball's banned list, you're not eligible. They could change that rule 
in a second. And Rob Manfred, in his announcement when he said he wasn't reinstating Pete Rose, said if the Hall of Fame wants to let him in, let him in. Right. And that that's that people don't get that. And, and, and you're right. Um, you know, look, the, the fact that that people think that he should be eligible to get into the Hall of Fame by a two to one margin is enormous. It's enormous. Um, the fact that Pete, you know, and I don't want to say this the wrong way, but but the remorse that Pete Rose has shown is remorse that oh, he's not please. in the Hall of Fame, not that he did anything right. wrong. Gee, I'm really sorry that I'm not in baseball anymore. Um, right, yeah, he's never going to be a, a coach with the you no. know with the Padres. Right, that, that's never going to happen. You know, and it's it it's kind of a sad. It's not kind of. It is a sad, long sad story. Um, and I suppose someday he'll get in. I, you know, but hell, if he gets in, Joe Jackson should get in. That's fair. Um, you know, and, the, and the, you know, there's all this talk, and you know, as we get to the spring, I'm sure this will be a big focal point on, on the sports ball. You know, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, their numbers actually went up. Um, but not, not enough so that we think that in, in enough years they'll get in. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. You know, there's there's a lot to be made. Again, you know, we're getting into minutia. The Hall of Fame has an agreement with the Baseball Writers Association of America. That's uh, print journalists in a industry where print journalism is crumbling before our very eyes and everyone's trying to get into electronic media, yet the electronic media can't sniff a Hall of Fame vote. Uh, look, that's... I, I've said enough. I, I've done enough. That's that's an old argument. Uh, the New York Yankees traded for a player named Aroldis Chapman. Uh, I noticed you didn't put his name in the poll, and I'll ask you about that. Yeah. Uh, he's being investigated by Major League Baseball for a domestic violence incident, although he was not charged with a crime by authorities. Do you think players should be allowed to continue to play while being investigated for violent offenses, or should they be suspended pending the results of the investigation? Thirty-nine percent said allowed to play. Forty-eight percent said suspended. Thirteen said don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I could talk about why I didn't put his name in. It, it wasn't. I didn't wrestle with the. I just thought it's it's almost irrelevant because I wanted it to be a general question, okay. not a, not a not a, a you know an indictment of him. Um, um, I didn't even really want Jose to be, Reyes is being investigated. Well, and that was in part of it. Colorado, but there were other players yeah. involved, and why should I single him out? Except, of course, that he is was traded to the Yankees, and the Yankees are the Yankees. And well, and this was also the same guy. He was traded once trade was to canceled, the Dodgers, right. and the Dodgers rescinded the deal right. because of the same allegations. Yeah. Um, and the, and the Dodgers basically said, while this is under investigation, we're not going to complete this trade, as opposed to saying we're not going to play him. But but um, I, th I think it's a really interesting situation that's developed. I mean, the, you know... The, the innocent until proven guilty. Uh, he wasn't ever arrested. He was not charged officially with any crime. Um, and yet he's being investigated. There doesn't seem to be anybody denying that something happened. Right. Um, and so how do you deal with that? It's really, it really is interesting. No, and I came to a very uh, public defense of Dusty Baker. Uh, Dusty Baker was uh, was ostracized in the, in the media uh, for saying that he hoped Chapman uh, doesn't get charged. He wasn't hoping that uh, Roldis Chapman didn't didn't get away, you know, that he got away with it. That wasn't the intonation. He was saying that he hoped it wasn't true. He also was very, uh, uh, it, you know, important to notice. Um, and Dusty and I had this conversation very recently about um, uh, the late Daryl Hamilton. Um, that domestic violence is not always the man, and that you should. There's always two sides to every story, and 
That's why these investigations have to come out. I think that's why Reyes has not been suspended, although he will face a trial. Mm -hmm. Um, That's right. He has not been suspended yet. No. Uh, You know, and again, it it is. It's very complicated, and there is no... There is no sort of clear cut. Here's ha- here's how we should deal with it. So when people are critical, and not just Major League Baseball, the NFL, and any other any other sport, when people are, are so critical and say, you know, you got to kick these people out, I think you have to give them their day in court. Um, I I just don't think there's a simple answer to. But this that's case. the Bonds argument, and that's the Clemens argument because they had their day in court and both were acquitted. That's true. Well, you know, it, it, I'm, and I'm not true. saying you're wrong. I, I just. It's true. It, it, it's a it's a fascinating discussion in that the this is what I can tell you. Major League Baseball saw the Ray Rice situation. They will not let that happen in their sport. They are going to use the NFL as the model of what not to do. They are waiting their due process. They're not ignoring this. Yeah, they're on yeah. top of it. Yeah, no, and and as and as they should be. Um, but it, my, I guess my point is that there, there just isn't a simple, here's what should happen. And, you know, even though the question s- says the opposite, what do you think it should be? Um, there is no simple way of dealing with this. The poll was conducted by telephone uh, January 25th to the 27th among 771 adults in the United States. The Seton Hall Sports Poll is conducted by the Sharkey Institute. Uh, the Seton Paul Sports Poll has been conducted regularly since 2006. We had a little bit of a break. Uh, I guess the semester was over, so the students all yeah, uh, we went let home. Our, we let our kids go home and think about questions and then come back and get to it. I'm sure the students did that their, their <laughs> whole break. Uh, but we'll have a, a regular, uh, more regular sports poll and, of course, a more regular podcast. Every time they release the, the sports poll, we'll have uh, this podcast. Rick, it's great to see you again. Same here, sir. That's Rick Gentile. I'm Seth Everett. This has been the official Seton Hall Sports Poll Podcast. Thanks for listening.